Mindset is a habitual story expressed by the language you use in your internal dialogue. And specifically, mindset is a story about your capacity or lack of it. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. I am very grateful you are here today. This is your place where every week you get a mini workshop on conscious communication. Yes, this is what Sarah Lockwood, CEO of Hivecast, my podcast producer, said about the Language Alchemy podcast. And it's so true. In a workshop, you listen to thought-provoking topics that help you expand your awareness and knowledge. You participate by engaging in exploratory exercises. You hear about helpful resources and next steps, and you learn new tools you can put into practice right away. And that's exactly what you get when you listen to the Language Alchemy podcast. Once a week, you have your conscious communication mini workshop with me, and you learn transformative communication tools that can transform your life, your relationships, and our world. And I'm so grateful you chose me as your workshop facilitator, your communication teacher, and your language alchemist. Now, speaking of language, there's a word you hear about a lot these days, and that word is mindset. In this episode, which is part of the internal communication series I started in episode 112, we'll take a deep dive into the word mindset. You learned what mindset means, the pet peeve I had about that word mindset. You'll hear about my big discovery and how I have changed mine. This is a packed episode and I think you're going to get a lot out of it. So let's begin. Let's talk about that word, mindset. You see it all over the internet and social media when you read posts that state that the human issue is a matter of mindset. Or when you watch little videos with messages that you need to change your mindset. Or when you read stories with captions like mindset moment. Or when you see advertisements for mindset coaching programs and so many popular quotes with the word mindset in them, such as mindset is everything or always keep a positive mindset or your life is as good as your mindset. I'm sure now that we're talking about this, you're going to notice this word mindset everywhere. And as always, I'm going to be honest with you. When the word mindset became popular in the last about 15 years or so, because of Dr. Carol Dweck's research. Dr. Dweck studies human motivation, and she wrote a book that became a bestseller. 
The book is called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. Well, when I heard mindset being used everywhere in all these different ways, I started having a pet peeve about it. And this is because I took the word mindset for its literal value, a mindset on something, fixed on something, you know, like a belief or a point of view. And when I heard coaches and even spiritual teachers using the word mindset, I thought, wait a minute, this word is very limiting. Why are we using this word to talk about growth? I didn't want my mind to be set on some kind of fixed position. I wanted my mind to expand. I didn't want to study with experts that were asking me to set my mind on something static. So every time I heard the word mindset, I was judgmental of the person who used it. Yes, that was completely true. And then Dr. Dweck talked about fixed mindset and growth mindset. So I did what I was taught to do in grad school during my translation and interpreting training. When you are a professional translator or a professional interpreter, you learn that you can't translate what you can't understand. So you have to research words that feel troublesome, that are not clear for you, that you don't really understand. And you do that by researching the etymology of the word, by looking at the context in which the word is used. And of course, you look at the definition of the word. And when I looked at the definition of the word mindset, something started to change within me. And that pet peeve and accompanying judgments I had were set to the side. Let me read to you the definition of mindset from the online version of Merriam-Webster Dictionary. It says that mindset is a mental attitude or inclination, a tendency or a habit. When I read that definition, I started to be more curious about the word mindset. And because I was more curious, I started to listen to people using the word mindset with openness. And here's what I was elated to discover. I went through this period searching for the word mindset and looking for mindset advice. I read lots of articles about the concepts of growth and fixed mindset that Dr. Dweck wrote about in her book. I saw presentations about how to change our mindset. And you know what I found? Plain and simple, every time someone was talking about understanding or changing one's mindset, what they were really talking about was understanding and changing one's language. When someone was talking about having a quote-unquote right mindset, they were really talking about having language that's useful for us in a particular circumstance, issue, or approach. And if you think about it, where is this language? In your internal dialogue. And oh my gosh, I was so excited to discover this. My dear friend, mindset is a habitual story expressed by the language you use in your internal dialogue. And specifically, mindset is a story about your capacity 
or lack of it. So when you pay attention to your mindset, you are going to be paying attention to frequent words or language in your internal dialogue that describe what seems doable, possible, or impossible for you. Whenever a teacher or coach talked about mindset, I started noticing that many teachers, coaches, and mentors were not talking about the relationship between mindset and language. And of course, I started thinking about how so many people who teach about transformation don't really give credit where credit is due. And that is the power that our language has to transform our lives, our relationships, and our world. Now, this is really important. Why? Because when someone is telling you about mindset, they are proving what I'm constantly telling you, that language is one of the most powerful tools you have available to transform your life and relationships, to bring forth the kind of family, community, and world you envision for yourself and this precious human family now and in the future. If you're new to the Language Alchemy podcast or to Language Alchemy, you may not know this about me, but I only bring to you what I have explored, reflected on, and worked on for a while. As I became curious about the word mindset, I became curious about my own mindsets. I'm going to share about two important experiences I had in my life that I now know were because of my mindsets. And then I'm going to share with you about what I do now in a very conscious and intentional way when I notice there's a particular mindset that shows up in my internal dialogue. The first experience, because of a particular mindset I had, and that mindset is, if someone in my family has done it, I can do it too. My middle sister, Patricia, went on an exchange student program in the United States. In fact, she did her whole senior year of high school there. And so when I turned 15 years old, instead of having this big party that's part of my culture, I was able to ask my parents to give me the money that they would use to have this party for me to go into an exchange student program in the United States. And that completely changed my life. And I talked about how it changed my life in a previous Language Alchemy podcast episode, so I'm not going to repeat it here. Now, later on in my life, I was able to leave all that was known to me and live in a different country. In fact, I moved to an island in the Caribbean because of another mindset I've had for a long time. And that mindset is that even though it hasn't been done before, it doesn't mean I cannot do it. It's kind of cumbersome, but it works for me. I'm going to say it again. Even though it hasn't been done before, it doesn't mean I cannot do it. So despite the fact that I didn't know anybody who had done this before in the people that I knew in my circle of friends and family. I didn't know anybody who had 
left everything known to them and go and live in another country by themselves, I ended up leaving Argentina and moving into the Caribbean and living on an island that belongs to Venezuela, a completely different country from Argentina. And that experience was also pivotal in my life. And now I understand that it was because of my mindset. So these two very important events in my life were thanks to my mindset. The very specific language I frequently used in these habitual stories that I had in my internal dialogue about my capacity. Earlier, I mentioned that I would talk about how I work right now in a very conscious way with my mindsets and how I use specific language in my internal dialogue to describe my capacity when things are hard. And I like you to know that in the past two decades of my life, I have done lots of things that were hard for me, including launching this very podcast. I had no idea how to do a podcast. And when my dear clients told me that it was time for me to have a podcast, I had to learn how to do a podcast. I listened to lots of podcasts. I hired people to help me to launch a podcast, to have a concept of the podcast, to consider what I was going to talk about, to buy all the equipment needed to launch a professional podcast. And of course, every week I devote a lot of my time, energy, and attention to thinking about the podcast, writing what I want to say in the podcast, rehearsing, recording, and then having the podcast produced and then reviewing it and reviewing the show notes. So doing the podcast was something that was hard for me. And nowadays, when things are hard for me, and I notice that in my internal dialogue, there is this unhelpful mindset of, oh, this is hard, or this is going to be hard. What I say to myself again and again is, I can do hard things. So I don't tell myself, no, this is not going to be hard. The truth is, I don't know how hard it's going to be. How would I know if I haven't done it yet, right? So when I find myself saying to myself, oh, this is going to be hard. What I say to myself immediately after that is, it may be an I can do hard things. And then I remind myself of some hard things that I have been able to do, like launching this podcast. This is how I use very conscious language to remind myself of the mindset I want to have to talk about my own capacity in my internal dialogue. And what I've noticed again and again is that when I acknowledge that I can do hard things and then I look back and think of some hard things that I have been able to do, 
I start seeing how to break the potentially hard things into smaller doable actions, and then I start taking action. Now, I don't want to give you the inaccurate idea that because now you know how you can change your mindset, it is easy. No, as I said earlier, it's simple, but simple doesn't mean easy. In fact, when I work with my communication coaching clients, whether they are individuals or couples, we spend months exploring the mindsets they have the frequent stories in their internal dialogue that describe their capacity. And we also devote months to understanding the impact of those mindsets. And if we find out that these mindsets are unhelpful, limiting, or harmful, we spend another set of months changing the language of those mindsets and finding the precise language that is helpful healing, and joyful for them. This language is very personal. I don't dictate this language. This language emerges from my client's wisdom and my guidance. When I work with my coaching clients, we meet twice a month over Zoom in 75 or 90-minute sessions if they are a couple. And then we have constant communication using an online coaching platform and an app in which we communicate frequently to keep our engagement consistent, to keep my clients reflecting on what they are working on in their communication and practicing transformative communication tools. To change our mindsets, we need time, we need practice, and we need support. The minimum amount of time that you need to change your mindsets is at least six months of support. And why is that? Because the stories that we tell ourselves in our internal dialogue that are related to our capacity are often subtle and subconscious. We're not always conscious of what we are constantly telling ourselves in our internal dialogue or the language that we're using in our internal dialogue. Just like what we have discussed in episodes 114 and 115 when I taught you about your mind stories. And if you haven't listened to them, I highly suggest you do. And if after listening to this whole series on your internal communication system that I started in episode 112, you realize that you would like to have my support, let's have a consultation and let's talk about how you could benefit from a six or a ninth month communication coaching program to transform those stories about your capacity that you constantly tell yourself in your internal dialogue and you may not know how much they are impacting you. To know how we work together, you can go to languagealchemy.com and look for either the one-on-one coaching services or the couple communication coaching services. I'd like to give you with some piece of homework. Start noticing the specific stories that come up around your capacity, what's doable or not doable for you. And Start becoming aware of the language of these stories. Is the language 
useful because it's leading you towards understanding that you have the ability to do that which your heart longs for or that which life is asking you to do or that which is needed at this point in your life or is the language of these frequent stories unhelpful discouraging or harmful if so then you need to do some deep work on your mindsets and learn to transform your language and now let's recap what you've heard in this episode in this episode we did a deep dive on the concept of mindset we talked about what mindsets are why they were a pet peeve of mine at first and we also talked about my discovery that when someone's talking about a mindset they're really referring to the language of a habitual story in your internal dialogue that has to do with your capacity and whether that language is useful or not at this time in your life i shared some personal examples about how my mindsets helped me in my life and i also shared what I say to myself when things are hard for me. At the end, I encouraged you to pay attention to your mindsets and if you haven't, to listen to the whole series on your internal communication system that started in episode 112. So five episodes total. And once again, if you'd like my support, Go to languagealchemy.com and sign up for a consultation to talk about what you would need to transform your mindsets and whether it would be more useful for you to have a six or a ninth month coaching program. Thank you so much for listening and a special thanks to Sarah, Thais and Daza for your lovely comments about the podcast. You help me keep going. Next week, I have a special treat for you. I'm interviewing an author and a former teacher of mine who wrote about how to have anti-racist conversations. You will not want to miss this episode. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapau. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.